Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, April 26th. Uh, as always, we are presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Krzyzewski. Truman is back today. I'm back and better than ever. Uh, we How have, about them bucks? We have, you're down. Yeah, but you said we were getting swept. You're down, though. Um, and we actually have a special guest in the studio today, Zach Berlovin. Nice to have you. Nice uh, to have me. <laughs> it is draft day. We're going to get into our mock drafts later. But before that, we're going to start with some basketball, go through the playoff series. We're going to skim through the couple of topics here, uh, basketball, hockey, and baseball, just because we want to get to the mock draft in time. So first we have baseball. Oh, no, basketball. We're going to do basketball first. Uh, just go through a couple again of the series. We got Houston. Uh, they took care of the Wolves last night. That series is now over. And then we have Oklahoma City versus the Jazz. Oklahoma City got that win last night. Pretty impressive. Uh Westbrook played out of his mind. It was insane. Uh, they're going to end up playing Houston, the winner of that series. You we- you really flip-flopped because last show I listened. You know, I'm a pizza delivery driver. I turned it on in my car. Last show you said Russell Westbrook's cancerous to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And now, oh, here we go. Well, We're going to defend plays, him. When he plays like that, I mean, you can't. Just it's hard not to defend jump him. On, jump on, jump He's on. He's one of the best players off. in the NBA, but I don't think he is... A good centerpiece. Okay, we'll just stay on one boat. Well, we're going to move on. and we got the Pelicans. Now we're going to face the Warriors. That's going to be a great matchup. Pelicans, only team to sweep in the first round. Uh, Warriors, if they don't get Curry back, could be an interesting series. Um, now moving on to the East. Uh, Philadelphia is the only team to win their series. They beat Miami last night to take it to 4-1. Uh, everything else is 3-2 right now. Toronto versus Washington. Toronto's up 3-2. Cleveland got the win last night. They're up 3-2. And Boston versus Milwaukee, they're up 3-2. So uh, Back in Milwaukee. Hopefully all those teams can kind of clinch it, figure it out, finish it. You know, easy easy money like the Boston Celtics will. You think so? Yeah, I do. You really do? I do. You think they can win in that treacherous environment in Milwaukee? Just gave the Celtics hell. Yeah. I just... Think- just Honestly, if you want to compare the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks home court advantage in the NBA, it's like it's like Seattle Seahawks three years ago in the NFL. Those fans, Milwaukee is the greatest city in the world for basketball. This is it. Yeah, I know. apologize, guys, if you got used to the you know non-biased, annoying talk we had last show. Truman is. We back, get when uh, we get in that stadium next year, that new stadium. Watch out. So moving on to hockey now. Again, we're, we are going quickly because we want to get to the mock draft. Uh, the playoffs are set. The second round is set in the NHL. We have Nashville versus Winnipeg. The Knights are playing the Sharks. The Lightning are going to play the Bruins after the Bruins won a great Game 7 last night. And then we have the Capitals playing the Penguins, which is a rematch of the last couple of years. So that's going to be interesting to watch. So that's enough for uh, basketball and hockey. Uh, not much you know, going on right now. LeBron hit a pretty big shot last night. But uh, over, to the, over the weekend, we're going to kind of get the next series set. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, who plays who. So we're going to move on to baseball, go quickly through baseball. But before that, we want to remind you that our show is still brought to you by Dee's Home Cuts. Dee's is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, Dee's provides people with modern haircut and styling. Truman and I and Zach have been getting our haircut there for the last couple months, and we have never looked or felt better. Truman just came from the shop. And I'm feeling fresher than ever. Hey, shout out these these wax. These got a new yeah, product in the, there. We homemade. talked about it a little bit on the last show. Truman just, I have a jar in front of me right now. You know, it, it smells great. It's just looks, looks look peppermint, looking good. Yeah, it looks really nice. Only $8, so pick yourself up a jar. Do yourself a favor. Uh, every time you're going to go into the shop, you're going to get a professional cut. The cuts get better every single time because Dee's is always upgrading their equipment so they can give you the best haircut possible. You can find Dee's Home Cuts on Twitter or Instagram at Dee's Home Cuts. DM him for an appointment and you will not be disappointed. You know, join the phenomenon. Everyone's going to Dee's nowadays, you know. Pretty much not cool if you're not, so. Yep. <laughs> Dee's Home Cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. So baseball, we don't have a lot with baseball right now. Um, Ronald, How about those Brewers? Ronald Acuna. Eight straight. That's great. Yeah, he skips win, over win it. 22 then talk to Eight him. straight games. Uh, we have Ronald Acuna got called up last night. If you know anything about him, we talked about him on, I think, our first show. 
Uh, he's a major prospect. He was, he's one of the he's the youngest player right now in the majors. They put him into the starting lineup in left field on Wednesday, and he got his first big league hit. He went one for five. He scored a run. You know, uh, this is going to be a big help for the Braves, who have been relying on that farm system for a long time. And now that farm system's kind of leaking into the majors, and hopefully they can start putting together, you know, a pretty good team. Yeah, hopefully this player, uh, Akuna, you know, he looked impressive. Hopefully he can be that kind of that cornerstone for the Braves because they've been looking for that for a while. Yeah, and I think Dansby, Dansby Swanson's kind of coming around too. So it's good to see them, you know, getting their young talent, you know, uh, up into this level, and they're performing pretty well. Then we have Otani. We keep talking about Otani in every single show. His last start... He had eight pitches over 100 miles per hour. It wasn't a great start, but that's just crazy. That eight pitches over 100 miles per hour, that's the most by any starter this year. And I think he saw four of them were 101 miles per hour. You know, he does have the speed to be a major league pitcher. And uh, it's cool to see him, you know, show his ability in the big league level. Yeah, I mean, he's just continuing to be like one of the best stories um, in the major leagues this year. Um, you know, his, just his talent. I don't know how he does it. Um, I still am questioning whether he's going to keep that up his entire career. Cause I don't, I think it's literally impossible, but we'll see. I'm rooting for him. Um, I like that team and you know, I think he's going to keep it up this season. So that's it for baseball. Like I said, we are moving fast. So we're going to move now to football. But before that, we want to remind you that our show is also brought to you by A's Lawn Service. Since 2014, A's has been providing professional landscaping to many homes around Northeast Ohio. By using professional equipment, A's constantly strives to provide families with professional landscaping at a low and fair price. Are you tired of being dragged around by bigger landscaping companies, Zach? Yeah, yeah, I'm tired of it. I'm tired. (laughs) We're sick of it. Turn to A's and trust me, your lawn and your home will never look better. Trust A's for all your landscaping needs and you will not be disappointed. The phone number is 330-241-2392. Again, 330-241-2392. And the email is lawnservice.a's at gmail.com. A's Lawn Service, LLC. You grow it, we cut it. So, football, I mean, biggest story right now is the draft. It's draft day. Uh, we're going to get to our mock drafts in a minute, but before that, a couple stories that don't deal with the draft. Actually, one story is Des Bryant. Uh, he turned down the Ravens' multi-year contract. He says he wants a one-year deal, uh, which I can understand why he wants a one-year deal, but I don't really think he's in a position to be turning down offers. Uh, the Ravens, you know, they, Joe Flacco's a good quarterback. That would be a good team for him to go to. He, he would be the number one, and I don't really think he's in position to be turning down deals. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, he said he's going to wait for after the draft, which I can understand. Um, but I don't know. I would just take a, any, you know, position where I can get. Um, so I would have probably taken it, but of course I'm not in anywhere position to be taking contracts from NFL teams. So I don't really know, um, you know, how that, what his thinking is, but you know, he would, like you said, he would be the number one target there and maybe, um, just maybe he want, doesn't want to be the number one target. Um, he doesn't want that attention on him. He doesn't want that number one corner on him. Um, I know they have Crabtree, but let's be honest, they have one of the worst wide receivers cores in the in the league. Um, and he would go there and he would instantly upgrade it, but he would still be that number one target, which maybe just with his personality, maybe he doesn't want to be that number one target. And so if he went somewhere like, you know, the rumored Arizona Cardinals or Houston, he wouldn't be, you know, that number one target. So maybe he's waiting for teams. Um, I just like think that. I don't know why he's not. Green Bay is, I know it sounds biased, but that's the best place for him to go. He needs a, he needs a good quarterback. You get a great quarterback yeah. in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You get one Chill year the deal. Good. They'll sign you. The great quarterback. They'll sign you to a one year deal. Not a lot of money. You go there. You play with the best quarterback in the league. You get those stats up. You won't be the number one receiver. Devontae Adams has that spot. And you would just put up crazy stats. And I think then you could go the next year and get a multi-year deal with somebody after you fix your career. Because he's not a top receiver anymore. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay is where players go to resurrect their careers. It's just... How it is. Julius Peppers, we all, we all saw it. Uh, another story that came out today was Reuben Foster. Uh, the woman who accused Reuben Foster of domestic assault has recanted her statement saying she lied, which is a good thing because Reuben Foster is a very good player, uh, and it's good to see you know the truth come out. And you hear stories about this all the time, about how players, uh, they fall into you know this trouble with women lying and stuff like that, like Ezekiel Elliott, you know, when he was coming out. So and, that's uh, suspended. 
Yeah, that was for a different uh, thing. But uh, it's good to see. It looks like then the 49ers will be keeping him. They won't be cutting him. So they do have their middle linebacker still for the future. Yeah, and that affects the draft um, because I, you know, Roquan Smith's around there. Some of the inside linebackers are around there. Now they don't have to focus on that because he's going to be back. Um, so they can go to other needs. Um, you know, we'll get into my mock draft in a little bit here. <laughs> um, so we're gonna now we're gonna move to the draft. A uh, storyline coming out of the draft was Antonio Callaway. He's a wide receiver from Florida. He failed another drug test. This is his second time he failed it at the combine. Uh, that was his big you know issue coming in to the draft was off the field stuff with marijuana. And he's a good player. He had a good season at Florida, but you know got cut short by suspension. And uh, he's going to be drafted, but he's going to fall. And if he wasn't, you know, into this marijuana and dealing with all of this, he would be a top talent, a day two, maybe even a day one guy. But uh, it's sad to see somebody who just can't put aside this, you know, foolish thing for, you know, his career. It's just, it's sad when someone that has that much upside and just performs that well in college consistently as well as he did, just can't get it together because of drugs. I yeah. mean, Zach saw it, you know, Gordon, but yeah. obviously he yeah. resurrected it, um... But, yeah, I mean, I don't understand. You would be making millions of dollars. Listen. Put never, it, just put it down. Dude. Yeah, it's not that hard. Like, just, listen, oh I never, I never smoked weed, don't have any experience in it, but it seems like such a high school silly thing when you could be making millions of dollars. You need to grow up and just put the money put it, in front of you. Yeah, yeah. just on. get rid of it. It's not that hard. It's not a dick. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Just uh, move on. We're not getting into the um, We're going to no move dick, no to dick. our mock draft, but before that, we want to get Zach's interview out of the way so we can spend as much time as possible on this mock draft as it might get heated um what you don't think i don't think it'll get heated i think i think we're i think we all know where players might end up but i don't think i'm i don't think i'm gonna argue with you on places that people i think this is more of just our predictions and you know i'll I'll keep it so we're gonna move to that but before that we got zach in studio like i said just tell us about your background in sports uh sports for me i mean i've uh been a browns fan for i think uh 11 years now. I think this might be 11 or 12. Uh, big Buckeyes fan. Uh, I've, I've played football for eight years. Played some recreational sports, too, here and there just for fun. Not Nothing big. I'm not that incredibly talented. Or else I'd still be playing. Yeah, so uh, what is... You said your favorite teams, Buckeyes and Browns. Yeah, Buckeyes and Browns. Uh, you said you're a Browns fan. What do you think they're, what do you think they're going to do next year record-wise? Record-wise, you know... I want to believe that they're going to be do well, but I I think they're going to start hot, a little little hot. I mean, you know, three four wins out uh out the gate, you know, nothing big. And then then Tyrod's going to get hurt. We're going to throw the rookie in there, where we take one, and it just we're going to lose out, and we're going to probably finish around six and ten. I I think that's, not that's solid. Uh, that's it's, good it's solid. for Cleveland. It's solid for not good winning base to build off year. of, I guess. But uh, so you mentioned the Browns, like we said. Uh, who's your one surprise player for the Browns this year? You know, I actually, I got two. That's <laughs> so, all right. So, well, for the first one, I, it's rumored right now, like currently the Browns are going to try to trade back and pick up Denzel Ward. So if that happens, my first kind of surprise player turns irrelevant. It's Breen Body Calhoun. He was a really good slot corner for us last year. Still really young out of Minnesota. He's got a lot of upside. But if we take a, if we take Denzel Ward or maybe another corner on day two, his role kind of gets diminished, and I, I don't think he's as surprising next year as I would hope. But so if we do take Denzel Ward trade back, my uh, other surprise player is strong safety Derek Kindred. I, I really think that Jarrell Peppers has nothing on him at strong safety and Jarrell's just going to be a standalone returner next year and Derek Kindred's going to take over the sole role of a strong safety position. Um, So who is your favorite athlete of all time? Yeah, this was kind of hard. I I just had to go with Bo Jackson just from the pure dominance that he had mm-hmm. on uh, like on football on the football field and uh, baseball and it was just he was outstanding. Wish I could have been there to watch him. Yeah, uh, he was incredible. So tell us your favorite sports memory of all time. Well, my favorite sports memory, probably the first Browns game I ever went to because for one it was the only one I've ever went to that we won out of I think like <laughs> 20 I've gone to. Played the Baltimore Ravens in 2007. So. So that, I guess that is a good sports memory, uh, a Browns win. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into our mock draft. But before that, we're going to each give one bold prediction for this draft. We're going to give our mock drafts 
I guarantee you that none of us will pick something that is going to go that's going to happen. Nobody predicted Trubisky going number two last year. Bears trading up. Don Jockton did. Don uh, Jockton. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, he did mention that last show. <laughs> but uh, so something's gonna happen. Uh, let's just go ahead, go down the line, let Truman start it off. Bold prediction time. Um. Well. I do think the Packers are going to trade up. I don't think that's... Think, I think one thing that uh, people need to look at is trades. Good teams, they're obviously towards the later of the first round. Um, and I think... I just think that maybe the Saints, they're a team at the end of the first round. Um, they need a backup quarterback. Drew Brees is aging. I think they only got him on a two-year deal or three-year deal. Um, Lamar Jackson, Brett, Brett High, shout out. Uh, he kind of brought this up earlier today while we were talking, and it just kind of intrigued me a little bit. Um, so I'm going to say the New Orleans Saints trade up into the mid-first round and could take Lamar Jackson. I don't predict it in my mock draft, but I think that's a possibility. Zach, do you want to go? Yeah, so with this quarterback class being so highly con- just considered a great class, I think that you got Mayfield 1, and then you have Donald in the top 4, and then you have Allen in the top 5 probably, but... The one quarterback I think out of those big four names that doesn't stick is Rosen. I think Rosen falls into mid, kind of later mid first round, like 15 to 20s, I'd say, mm-hmm. just because of the injuries and the ability to stay on the field. I think that's going to be a risk. And I mean, whatever this thing is with his personality, that's going to scare teams off too. He just kind of seems like a jerk. I mean. So I have a prediction of a prospect. I don't have you know the draft. I think. Darius Geis from LSU, if he can get his off-the-field stuff handled, I think he will be the best running back out of this draft. Hmm? I like Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon Barkley is going to have a great career. But I think Geis is just the better running, pure running back right now. Uh, Like I said, if he gets the -the off-the-field stuff contained, then I think that. But he does have a lot of problems off the field. His personality is not the best. But uh, I really liked him when he was at LSU. Uh, he was a good running back, but he sat behind Fournette for a year, for a couple of years. So you didn't really get to see how how well he played. And LSU's not the best program, but I think Geis is a very good running back. Whoever gets him is going to get a good, solid running back for the years to come. So let's get into it. Our 2018 mock drafts. Well, let, let me say one thing. If you're listening to some 12 on sports, it's yeah. going to be tomorrow. It's going to be tomorrow, but we. Check check how we did. I guess that's a good. Yeah, idea. the check how we did. Um, this that would be a good. Uh, you know, if for we you to we did to do this again, we would probably we're, next year we'll probably move it up, so we don't yeah. get caught like this. But uh, you know, this is one of the latest mock drafts you'll find. So I mean, that's that's a good just thing. Just see how we did. Yeah, just check how we did. Uh, you can laugh at us if it gets completely screwed up, which it probably will. So uh. I guess we'll start with the Browns at number one. I guess I'll kick it off. Uh, I had a different player uh, going at number one, but due to today, you know, a lot of reports coming out that Baker Mayfield is going to be drafted number one. That's where I have him going to the Browns at number one. Uh, give him, you know, a year to sit behind Tyrod Taylor. I think he's going to be a very good quarterback for years to come. I love Baker Mayfield. All right, for me, uh, number one, um, I had, I started this kind of last week. Um, I had starting it. I had Sam Darnold midweek around Tuesday, Monday. I changed it to Josh Allen, and today I changed it to Baker Mayfield um, because of all the stuff coming out. I love Baker Mayfield, my favorite quarterback in the draft by far. I love the post how he copied um, Brett, Brett Favre's Favre thing. Awesome. Loved them. Obviously, I'm a big Favre guy. Um, so I'm gonna go Baker Mayfield. I think this is a good pick. Um, could be a little bit safer, I think maybe, but uh, I like Baker Mayfield and the upside he brings. Yeah, all draft offseason, I thought Darnold was a sure number one pick, but as of today, I switched it to Mayfield just because all the reports coming out that that's mm. the guy. So. Yeah, I uh, I had Allen here first. Yes, I made this uh, yesterday, and I had Allen here. I still don't rule it out. I don't think Mayfield's 99%, sure with the Browns pick. Dorsey, I'd say it's like a Dorsey, 80. Dorsey likes those big arm guys. Last year he traded up to get Mahomes. Josh Allen is a player that's been floated around the Browns for a long time. I think Dorsey's been trying to keep this kind of a secret. So we'll see what happens, but don't rule that out. But obviously I have Baker Mayfield going here. Then we have number two, the Giants. I think they take Saquon Barkley. Saquon Bar- they haven't had a really good running back there for years, ever since, you know, Ahmad Bradshaw, Brandon Jacobs. 
they need a quarterback, but I think they go ahead for a win right now. They're trying to still win with Eli Manning. And Saquon Barkley is going to go there and be, you know, the next... He's going to be a good running back there, a solid running back there for the next couple of years. Um, I have Saquon Barkley as well. Um, they definitely could pick Darnold here um, or any of the quarterbacks and sit him behind Eli Manning. But Saquon Barkley, I think, is just the most has the most upside in the draft out of any prospect. Um, he could be crazy, and you pair him on an offense with Odell um, and all that. Um, it could be a really scary offense. So I think the Giants go with the safe pick here and pick Saquon. Yeah, I'd have him going with Barkley too. I mean. He just he's the best prospect in the draft, and like I said, when I mean like Truman said, you put him on a team with Odell and even Sterling Shepard, you're turning it into a really young and explosive offense in the next couple of years. Yeah, so that's something to watch for. I think it's going to be Barkley. All reports are going to say if Browns take a quarterback first overall, it's, I think it's going to be Barkley. Then we have the Jets at three. I think with Baker Mayfield getting drafted one by the Browns, they they expect I think they expected Baker to be there at number three. I think that's their guy. But I heard that they are in love with Sam Darnold, so I think they take Sam Darnold here. I don't know if he starts next year. I think he's the best uh, day one starter out of all the quarterbacks right mm-hmm. now in the draft. I don't think he has the highest upside, but uh, Jets want him. I think they'll go ahead and take him here and uh, put him in a competition with Bridgewater for next year. Um, I have Darnold as well. Uh, I think I, I started the week, or when I started this, I had Darnold going to the Browns, um, and I had everything kind of falling back. So all the quarterbacks are in different spots for me now, but... I have Darnold going to the Brown, or the Jets. Um, you know, I think people are be kind of shocked that the Browns passed on him a little bit. So I think the Jets will take him um, and go with the consistent quarterback. Yeah, I have the Jets taking Darnold at three too. Just you trade up, you trade up all this way to get a quarterback, and Darnold falls right into your lap. It's a great trade, great pick. We have number four, the Browns. Rumors are that they are going to try to trade this pick, but I didn't do a trade here. I do, I didn't do any trades in the first round. I have them taking Bradley Chubb here. I think he's a great player, great prospect. You pair him alongside Miles Garrett, and that's instantly one of the scariest pass rushers in the NFL. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of just, I've been in the been in the shop past hour, so I'm kind of getting caught up on all these rumors um, floating around that the Browns are trying to trade back with this pick. Um, if they were trying to trade back, watch Green Bay. Um, no, we'll get to number four. four. I'd watch that, and we could pick Bradley Chubb there. Um, oh boy, you watch watch Green Bay there, um, but I'm not picking that because that's bold, and I don't know if we I don't know if we have the capital to do that. Even though we do have most draft picks, I don't picks. know if we want to waste that. I was not just trying to waste it. I mean, Bradley Chubb is pretty good, but I I think <laughs> Cleveland picks Bradley Chubb here, best player available. Um, him and Miles Garrett Garrett will be scary for years to come if they pick this. Yeah, recently over the past hour, it's just been Browns are looking to trade four back. So I do think that they'll trade back at four, but for this mock draft. I have them taking Chubb, pairing him with Miles mm. Garrett. So then we have number five, the Broncos. I think the Broncos, uh, you know, are really excited by this because, you know, how it shaked out. I think they weren't going to take a quarterback, but now with Josh Allen available, I think they take him. I think they sit him behind Case Keenum. Case Keenum, I don't think he's a sure starter in this league. He had a great year last year. So Elway wants, you know, a guy with a huge upside, probably the biggest upside in the draft, I think. He's got rocket arm. And uh, I think they take Josh Allen here. Uh, for me, number five, trade alert. Oh, um, I have uh, Arizona trading oh, wow. up um, from the 15th pick, um, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, 15th pick. And they will be taking Josh Allen. Um, I heard that they're kind of in love with him. And if they've been trying to look for a trade, get up there. Um, they have Sam Bradford and Mike Glennon, which is a bunch of shit. Um, so I think you just look, I think, you know, give that one to two years, that little two of mm-hmm. Bradford and Glennon, um, give that the starting and then it develop Allen in one offense, um, in Arizona. And I think he can be scary and good there. So at five, I actually have a trade too. I oh. have the Bills trading up and trading picks 22 and 12 to the Broncos for Josh Allen. So we both we all have Josh Allen going just to different places. Just yeah, different different places. places. Number six we have the Colts. I think they take probably the guy who's going to have the best career in the draft, Quentin Nelson. They've had a lot of trouble on their offensive line. Andrew Luck's coming back. He's you know he they need to keep him healthy. You take a guy who I think is going to be the probably the safest pick in the draft. They had Mike Mayock on yesterday. I saw an interview with him and they said you know tell me one thing that's bad about Quentin Nelson and he couldn't. He said he's the most safest pick you can pick. And uh, you just put the gold jacket on him already. And the Colts yeah. need that offensive line help. Um, Desperately. 
so chill on that pull cold jacket <laughs> thing. Uh, um, but he's great. That's like you calling Malik Hooker Ed, Ed Reed better than Ed Reed. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, so six for me. Trade, trade, trade. Uh, Buffalo gets up to six with the Colts. Um, and they take Josh Rosen. Um, I think Buffalo is desperate for trading up and getting a quarterback like you had them taking mm-hmm. Allen. Um, I think Rosen's perfect fit for I them. I taking Allen. What? I had the Broncos. I, I said like oh, you. Oh. It kind of implied Zach. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So I, I think this is perfect because I think A.J. McCarron's a one, two-year starter. And this is perfect because Rosen, you know, people worry about the durability thing with him. If he gets a year off, which he will in Buffalo, I think I think they will give that to McCarron. If he gets a year off of no hits, um, I think that's something that people don't talk about. Um, so he can focus this year on health and learning the system, not more so playing. Um, and I think that would be huge for him to get a year off and just kind of a break for one year of just not taking any hits, and that would be good for his durability. And at six, I also have the Colts taking Colton, Quentin Nelson. Mm-hmm. just think he's a great all-around player, solid pick, and he's going to help Andrew Luck once he finally gets back onto the field. Then number seven, we have the Buccaneers. I have them taking Denzel Ward. I think he's the best corner in this draft. I think he's the safest corner in this draft. I mean, Ohio State will have three straight years with corners picked in the top you know, 15 picks, and Denzel Ward is a great player. Buccaneers desperately need some, you know, defensive back help and he really fits that spot perfectly uh seven for me i have Tampa Bay taking denzel war as well um this is a player that i'm really coveting for the packers tonight to trade up for oh, I, would, I will I would die i, I will die. eat every single word i've ever talked bad about ohio state defensive backs if packers can trade up and get denzel ward he's fantastic um he had a 54 quarterback rating um towards his side this year um i have Tampa Bay taking him but if you're listening to me gm for the packers brian gutenkust Trade Make the move. Up. Make yeah. the move. I know it's a .1 chance you're listening to me right now, but trade up for him. <laughs> At seven, I actually have the Bucks taking Derwin James. Mm-hmm. Strong safety. You know, pair him with TJ Ward and have him. They're kind of the same same type of player, same type of safety out there. And I, I just feel like them together would mesh really well with each other. I mean, of course, Denzel Ward is also an option, obviously. But I just think Derwin James is a solid pick here, too. Number eight, we have the Bears. I have them taking Tremaine Edmonds, an edge rusher from uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. Uh, Bears need an edge rusher. They need someone that can rush the passer. Uh, they don't really have anybody right now. They Leonard Floyd was kind of a bust, you know, picked this highly as he was. So I think they take a guy here that can get to the pass rusher and get be to the, get to the quarterback. Get to the quarterback and be a great pass rusher. All right, Chicago. Um, <laughs> I haven't taken Quentin Nelson. I agree with everything you guys said when you had him going to Indianapolis. Um, I think he's got the, you know, I think he's the most surefire talent. Um, you can't go wrong with picking him. So Chicago, uh, they won't be good with anybody, but throw, yeah. throw him a nice little guard. I uh, also think the Bears need some help on defense, except I have them taking Roquan Smith out of Georgia. Just mm. solidify that pass rush defense, help him out. Then we have number nine, we have the 49ers. I have them taking Roquan Smith. I know with Ruben Foster... Uh, looking like that's cleared up. But I think they want somebody they can pair besides Reuben Foster and make that one of the most dangerous middle linebacking cores in the league. You know, especially that young. Raycon Smith's a really great talent to put in that center. Um, so I have San Francisco taking Tremaine Edmonds. Um, uh, they need just they could literally pick best avail- best available mm-hmm. player here. Um, because they got talent all over. You know, they've kind of acquired. This could be a spot I see them trade down. Um, pick like a wide receiver. Green Bay. Green Bay, um, yeah. But, yeah, I could see that too. But I, I'm i going to go Tremaine Edmonds here. He's a good, great pass rusher, and, you know, that would upgrade uh, their defense. So, with the 49ers and them just getting Richard Sherman this offseason, I thought, just personally, I thought it would be really cool if Denzel Ward slides to the 49ers. I just think them pairing That'd together be cool. would be yeah. insane. But, you know, might not happen. They might trade back, like you're saying, with all mm-hmm. that talent they have just to acquire some more picks. But I think that would be cool. Number 10, we have the Raiders. They need secondary help. I have him taking Derwin James. Uh, he's really, you know, you can play him pretty much anywhere and the, on the defensive side, and he's a great player, and the Raiders really need some defensive back help. I have Oakland taking Derwin James as well. I have... Trade up Green Bay for Derwin James as well. But yes, okay, go. <laughs> the Raiders, I actually have them getting some O-line help, uh, offensive tackle Mike Galinchy, I think mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce it, just to help Derek Carr stay on the field a little longer. Then we have eleven. We have the Dolphins. I think they. I think they take Vita Vey from yeah, Washington. Yeah. 
Uh, he's the next Haloti Nada. They could really use a little bit of defense line help. Though they do have Cameron Wake, but they lost Sue, so I think they take somebody who can kind of sit in the center of that defense for years to come. Trade, trade. Um, uh, I have, I have. My beloved Green Bay Packers trading here, um, 11. I think they see Minka Fitzpatrick still on the board, and they call whoever the GM down in Miami is, and they go, all right, we'll give you everything for him. No. Um, no. But I think Green Bay, they see Minka Fitzpatrick. They don't want um, a chance for Indianapolis, who I have trading back, obviously, and Washington. Um, so I think Packers trade up here. This is my pick. This would be my night. This would make my night so much better. Packers take Minka Fitzpatrick at 11. So at 11, Dolphins picked, and I have them pairing um, Tremaine Edmonds with uh, Raekwon McMillan. Just both inside, mm-hmm. really good inside linebackers, both very young, explosive. I think they play really great together. Uh, where are we at here? Number 12, we have the Bills. You guys had them trading up. I think they stay here. I think they are elated that Josh Rosen is still available. Like Truman said, you sit him behind McCarron. Uh, the concussions make him slide, and uh, I think he's a great player, and I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Um, so, and I have 12, I have Indianapolis, because I might trade earlier. I have them being absolutely ecstatic that Roquan Smith is still available. Um, I think Roquan Smith can just add to a team that just needs talent. Um, they kind of have a need almost everywhere, um, but a quarterback, I guess, if Andrew Luck comes back. Um, so Safety with Malik Hooker. But, right. uh, well, you always need someone else. So, I think they just go with probably the most talented available player at that pick, um, which would be Roquan Smith. So at 12, I had the um, Broncos trading back, and in their lap, Minka Fitzpatrick slides all the way down to 12. Just a great value pick. They're, they just pulled off the steal of the draft, trading back and getting Minka. So. Third team of the Redskins, I think the Packers are sweating at this point. They see Minka Fitzpatrick sitting there, but I do not think they make the move just yet. Goot's not ready to do that. So I think the Redskins take... Davenport and surprise the entire draft. I think at the end of the day, they need to pick the best player available here. And Davenport's a great pass rusher. They can pair alongside Ryan Kerrigan and, you know, help that defense out, you know, immensely. I have Washington taking that Vita Vey kid from Washington. Um, uh, I don't know. I, he just, Washington's another team that could probably just use an influx of talent. Um, he's probably the best run stopper in the draft. So Washington go grabs him. Yeah, I also have Washington getting Vita Vey. I just, yeah. He's solid and just help up that defensive line. Then, 14, the Packers are screaming. Me and Truman are screaming that Mika Fitzpatrick is still available. Uh, you know, another guy like Derwin James, you can play him anywhere. You can move, move him to the corner. And, you know, Packers just need some secondary help. And Mika Fitzpatrick is a great player and a great guy at for the Packers at 14. Okay, so for me, obviously, I would be screaming through the the roof if that happens um but for me 14 Miami would be picking I think they picked Davenport here um just helps that defensive line that pass rush out um that's kind of going through a little bit of a rebuild um Wait, who now. was there who would you have going Davenport no what, what team Miami oh okay go <laughs> all right so 14 in my smocks the Packers are still sitting there and they're just gonna take the best corner available and that's Josh Jackson on my board so good pick solid pick 14 can't really be mad at Josh Jackson. Yeah. No. Uh, then we have 15. We have the Cardinals. I think they take a guy who's been rising up the draft boards. Uh, Lamar Jackson is still there, but I think they take DJ Moore at wide receiver. They need some wide receiver help. He's skyrocketed in the draft. Uh, he's you know kind of boosted himself ahead of Calvin Ridley, and I think they take him here. You know Fitzgerald's not going to be there much longer. They really need some talent on that side of the ball. Um, for me, Denver would be picking here with my trade earlier. I think they picked Deron Payne, defensive lineman out of Alabama. Um, they're kind of looking to rebuild that defense after that um, amazing year when they had Peyton Manning and their defense was like the best of all time type thing. Um, so they're going to rebuild. Um, they're, you know, that defensive line took a hit when Malik Jackson left for Jacksonville. Um, so I think they go with Payne here, and I think they're ecstatic. They get that talented of a player with trading down. So at 15, Cardinals have probably the worst quarterback room in the NFL right now, arguably. And they're sitting there, and Josh Rosen just slid all the way down to their lap. No Man, trades, no nothing. on Rosen. Josh He's Rosen slide. to Cardinals. He's just going to sit there and slide. And next Aaron Rodgers, you know, he slides. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have 16, we have the Ravens. I switched this pick at the last minute. I think they take Lamar Jackson. I think they need somebody because, you know, Flacco is good. He's decent, but he's just not getting the job done. And you take somebody like Jackson who just is an offense 
in his own, you know, he can run the ball, he can throw the ball, and you can sit him behind Flacco for a year or two, but I think they take Lamar Jackson here. Um, that would be interesting, but I'm taking um, Baltimore is going to take Mike McGlinkey, whatever the hell his name yeah. is, from Notre Dame. Um, they need to keep Flacco upright if they want a chance for him to kind of come and play that role of being that franchise quarterback again. So I'm going to take him. He's a consistent pick, uh, good pick for Baltimore. 16, I also have the Ravens taking Lamar Jackson. I just think that Flacco obviously isn't the answer anymore. He's getting old. You leave him there for one more year. You let Jackson sit there. You let him learn. Next year he takes over and he runs the AFC North. Then we have the Chargers at 17. I think they take the tackle Mike McGlinkey or whatever his name is. Uh, he's a good player. Notre Dame produces great offensive linemen. Uh, Chargers have kind of, you know, screwed up their last couple picks at offensive line. They do have Forrest Lamp coming back this year. Then you add Mike McGlinkley to that uh, left tackle spot, your right tackle spot, and he really protects Phillip Rivers for years to come. For me, I have the Chargers take another offensive lineman, Frank Ragnow. Um, Ragnow, Ragnow. Mm-hmm. Um, the interior offensive lineman from Arkansas. Um, I think he's a consistent pick. You know, Arkansas, big, tough, SEC Um and I think they would go with him um, and put him in there and just keep Philip Rivers more upright. Yeah, I take the have the Chargers take it some help on defense with Deron Payne, the defensive tackle, and just help up that defensive line, stop mm-hmm. them. 18, we have the Seahawks. They lost Richard Sherman, so I think they take the best available corner here and Josh Jackson. They're pretty happy with that. He's a pretty safe corner. Yep, I have been taking Josh Jackson as well. Wouldn't be too pissed if Green Bay got him at 14, no. though. 18, uh, actually, I have Seattle taking Marcus Davenport help. After losing uh, everybody, basically everyone, yeah, you just need help anywhere on defense where you can get it. So best player available on defense, Marcus Davenport at that point in the draft. 19, Cowboys, I think they take a player that they've been really wanting, Calvin Ridley. They lost Des Bryant. They think Calvin Ridley is the best wide receiver on the board, not DJ Moore. So they are very excited to get this player into their offense and help Dak Prescott out. Yeah, Um. so I have, um, did I have, yeah, so I had Dallas taking Cortland Sutton. Um, the receiver, this is kind of a surprise. Um, he kind of jumped up into the first round. Uh, they need that bigger receiver now that Dez is gone. Um, he showed, he had a good combine, um, good season. So I think they take Sutton here. Yeah, I actually went between Sutton and Ridley right here for Dallas, but I ultimately went with Ridley just because I feel like he's a better polished receiver, better outrunner. I mean, iffy hands, but I feel like he's the best in this draft Mm -hmm. so far. Then 20, the Lions. They haven't had a good, solid running back since Barry Sanders. They take Geis here, and that works out really well for them. Uh, Geis is a really good running back. I don't know if Lions are going to be able to control that off-the-field stuff, especially Matt Patricia, first-year head coach. But if they can, and if he comes in, settles down, he could be uh, even better than Leonard Fournette was this year. Um, So I have the Lions here. Um, they have, they're taking Harold Landry. Um, he's best pass rusher available at this point. And I think a slide of 20 is, uh, you know, weird for him. Cause I think he could be the best pass rusher in this draft. I really do. Um, Packers, yeah. yeah, I would love for Green Bay to get him. Uh, um, but we need a corner, but I would love, you know, that's, he's a really good player. Um, so I think Detroit takes him here. Um, not really a reason just because he's the best player at that position, um, in the draft. So I think they're going to take him here. I also have Detroit taking Harold Landry. I just... Watching him, he's such a polished, pa- polished pass rusher, and he just—it's so effortless with him. I feel like him and Chubb are the best at getting to the quarterback in this draft, and that's a steal for Lions at 20. 21, we have the Bengals. They take much-needed offensive lineup to take Frank Ragno at center. He's a guy that's been skyrocketing up the board. I, you know, you said a week ago, is he going to be a first-round pick? And nobody would agree with you, but he is now just skyrocketing up the board. Uh, he's had a great year. He was injured, but I think they need some much-needed offensive lineup, and they take him at this position. I think Cincinnati takes Jari Alexander, um, the corner. Uh, I think he's good. He's a great corner, um, and I think I've seen too much of oh, what's that guy? Drake Kirkpatrick in Cincinnati. Um, I think his time's done there. I think his time is done of being a, a starting corner in the league because he's horrible. Um, so I think I mean he was rated the 80th corner in the league for Pro Football Focus. And he was starting corner last year. So I think they're going to rebuild that position um, and uh, get him there. They also have the Bengals taking Frank Ragnow and just getting some center center offensive line help just to help Andy Dalton. Then we have the Bills at 22. Uh, this is a position here I think they are deciding between Deron Payne or Harold Landry. I think they go ahead and take Payne. Uh, 
Kyle Williams is not going to be lasting much longer. They need some interior guys. He's a really good pass rusher like Landry, and I just think they really want that run-stuffing ability more than uh, the pass rushing ability right now, and they take pain at this position. Uh, for me, I have Buffalo. I still have them here. I have them you know, giving their 12th pick uh, to Indianapolis and then probably some other stuff in the later rounds. Um, so I have Buffalo here. I have them taking James Daniels, offensive lineman out of uh, Iowa. Uh, Big 10 offensive lineman. Can't go wrong there. Um, so I think that's a good pick. I think you know if you're going to get a young quarterback that's had durability issues, start this round with a young offensive line. You know, Incognito, he retired. Um, so that would be a good pick for them. So at 22, I have the Bron- Broncos because they traded up with mm-hmm. um, the Bills earlier, and they uh, get some offensive line help in Will Hernandez, the guard. Yeah, uh, I know the Broncos really want Will Hernandez, mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens there. Then 23, you have the Patriots. They need to take some offensive line. Uh, they really they lost Nate Solder, so I think they need a tackle. They take Colton Miller from UCLA. Uh, he's not the best tackle available, but uh, with losing Mike McGlinkey, which I think would be a big loss for them, they really want him. They'll take Colton Miller here, best available tackle. All right, um, I have Colton Miller there too. Um, they if they want to keep Brady upright as he reaches his like age seventy or seventy one, um, if they want to keep him upright, they got to get him a tackle. Um, and you know, first round talent can't go wrong. So this being one of the the first of Patriots two picks, I have them taking an outside linebacker, Rashawn Evans here, mm-hmm. out of Bama. I just think that's a great pick, great value. They need some help. On defense, you can attack that tackle or offensive line position with your later pick, but here I just think it's a good value pick. Uh, where are we at? 24, Panthers. I think they take Will Hernandez. Uh, he's a great guard. He's been skyrocketing since the senior bowl. They lost Andrew Norwell to the Jaguars. They need some guard help. I think they take Hernandez here. Um, I think the Panthers take Mike Hughes, corner out of Colorado. Um, they lost out on Breland. And UCF. And- Oh, yeah, UCF. Who's yeah. the guy from Colorado? Yeah. Isaiah Oliver. Isaiah Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Color- or, um, UCF. Mike Hughes, UCF. Um, they lost out on Breland in the offseason um, due to the, the conditioning thing. Um, so they obviously need corner help. They need secondary help, so I think they go with him. Panthers, I uh, have them taking Jari Alexander, cornerback out of uh, Louisville. Great bump and run corner. Very physical, lengthy. I like it. Great pick. Just the best corner available right now. 25, we have the Titans. They take, they are extremely happy at this. They take Harold Landry. They get a pass rusher. They need some defensive help. They don't really have a great pass rusher. And Harold Landry is, like you said, one of the best, if not the best, pass rusher in the draft. Um, that would be a steal there. Mm-hmm. Um, Titans, I have them taking Rashawn Evans. Um, defensive help. Um, you know, it'd be a really good. I don't think you can go wrong when you pick an Alabama defensive player because it just seems like. They just run their program, like, literally like an NFL program. Um, so I think it's, you know, next to, like, you know, Big Ten teams and SEC teams, I just think that, um, you know, you can't go wrong with a player like that. Yeah, for 25 with the Titans, I thought, you know, maybe they'd take a shot at Hayden Hurst here, but no, I, I'm going to have him sticking with offensive line Josh Daniels. Yeah. Uh, 26 with the Falcons. They lost Donatary Poe. They need some defensive line help. Big fat guy in the middle. They take Tavern Bryan from Florida. Uh, he's a really good athletic player. Somebody that can plug up that middle for, you know, years to come. Okay, I have Tavern Bryan here too. Um, good plug, you know, good defensive lineman from Florida. Another SEC team can't go wrong. Um, but I literally haven't seen any other player going to Atlanta at 20, at 20. Oh, yeah. At 26, and I, you know, it's kind of weird because you see different players going different places. But it's like it seems like this kid is always coming up with Atlanta, so I think they go with him. Yeah, I have to have him, Brian too. It just everything yeah. I've seen is that he's going at 26. And that's almost confirmed. Then 27, you have the Saints. Uh, they they're gonna pick a tight end. Uh, they're gonna choose either between Hayden Hurst or Dallas Goddard from uh, Penn State. Or no, oh, uh, North Dakota. Yeah. yeah, North Dakota State. Uh, I don't know who that. I think they're just going to flip a coin here. I think they'll take Dallas Goddard. I think he's one of the most dependable. You know, I think Hayden Hurst has the highest ceiling, but I think Dallas Goddard is the most dependable. You know, add somebody like um, him into that offense really helps them to move the ball. Um, I have him taking Hayden Hurst. Um, I think, you know, Sean Payton, he's a mastermind, offensive mastermind. Um, and someone with that high of a ceiling, he can get the best out of. So I'm going to go Hayden Hurst here. Yeah, 27, I believe the best tight end in this gra- draft is Dallas Goddard. But I just feel like 
it's a Hayden Hurst type pick, even though he's almost a senior citizen. They're gonna take him at 27. Uh, then 20, 28, we have the Steelers. They need some safety help. They take Ronnie Harrison. His name's been popping up a lot with the Steelers. They need some safety help. Again, Alabama player, Ronnie Harrison, and from Alabama. 28, Pittsburgh, Ronnie Harrison. So, with all this stuff going on with Bell and the Steelers' like players off the field issues, I feel like <laughs> they're taking Darius Geis at 28. That's a good pick. Uh, 29 of the Jaguars, they do not have really any wide receivers they need, except Moncrief. Uh, I think they take Christian Kirk here. Uh, Truman's been high on this guy a lot through the draft process. I think they take Christian Kirk from Texas A&M. I think Jacksonville takes DJ Moore. Um, like That'd you said, steal. like you said, he's kind of jumping up draft boards. I'm gonna note this. I do have Calvin Ridley falling out of the first round. That's my bold one. Oh wow. So keep going. So at 29, I also have Jacksonville taking DJ Moore. They're happy. He slides all the way down to them, and that's a great plug and play for him. 30 with the Vikings. They had they got a lot of production out of uh, shoot. Who's the guy from Ohio State they picked last year? No. Um, last year. Why can't I remember his name? Just Pat Eiflin. Pat Eiflin. Eiflin, whatever. Uh, They take Billy Price here. I think he's a really good offensive lineman. He slid due to his torn pec at the combine, but I guess he got a doctor's note that says he will be ready by training camp. Billy Price is a really good offensive lineman. I watched him, you know, for the past couple years at Ohio State. He's a plug-and-play guy. You just put him in there, and uh, the Vikings could use some offensive line help, and they take Billy Price here. Um, So Minnesota... uh... I, I think they get a good pick here, unfortunately. They're, I mean, I say this with puke in my mouth. They're a good drafting team. Um, they always seem to, you know, get some steals and... Yeah, Treadwell. Yeah, Treadwell. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, like, uh, Cook last year, yeah. you know, falling in the second round. They just seem like they, they do good drafting, and that's kind of how they built their team, even though now they're just shelling out millions of dollars to a player who's got a career record of under 500. Uh, but... I think they go with Will Hernandez here. Um, he falls all the way down to 30 to Minnesota, and they get a good, really good player here. Yeah, I think Minnesota is just going to take the best offensive lineman available. And here it is. It's for my my, my, my mock draft. It's Isaiah Wynn, the guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, 31, we have the Patriots. I had them taking uh, Colt Miller with their first pick in the first round. I think they take Leighton Van Eich from Boise State. He's a middle linebacker. They need... A kind of captain for their defense, you know, kind of rebuild that defense. They lost a lot this offseason, and they take Leighton Van Ice from Boise it's State. Like Van Der Esch. So Van you're getting that way wrong. <laughs> well, it's like uh, Van, Van and then. Yeah, I don't know. But, no, um, you know so New is. England, uh, 31, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he falls down to 31. Um, That'd be and, crazy for and me. That would be insane, yeah. I really think it's going to be the shock of the draft, and I think New England picks Lamar Jackson. They're just going to have to change up their whole system. Like, I just I can't imagine Belichick yeah. coaching Lamar Jackson. I just, but, I mean, he's got talent. We said on the last show, Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson are probably the two most opposite players you could pick. But, I mean, you just got good talent. And Lamar Jackson's got it. So, all right. So, at 31, I have uh, Colton Miller, offensive tackle, going to the Pats. You need to help up that offensive line. Mm-hmm. He's the best available tackle. Okay, the Super Bowl champions rounding out the first round at 32. I think they take James Daniels, the center from Iowa. They have Jason Kelsey. And, you know, Lane Johnson. But their offensive line is pretty old. I think they want a very athletic, you know, he could play guard if you need to move him. Very athletic and young center. And you can't go wrong with a Big Ten offensive lineman from Iowa, James Daniels. Um, so Philadelphia, I have them taking another offensive lineman. Isaiah Wynn, like you said, was going to Minnesota, Zach. Um, I think they just take, they all look for 32. It's always a always a pick that people look trade to trade. Um, so look for that. Um but I think right now I'm not going to predict that. I think they just go Isaiah win. But look, I, a, a trade that you could look for is a maybe a team like the Steelers or something that like that could hop back into the first round and take Rudolph. So at 32, I kind of thought for a while I had uh, Sony Michelle going here. Mm-hmm. But last night, I don't know if you guys saw, he has uh, bone on bone in his knee. Yeah, he's falling. Yeah, so I think yeah, because of that alone, he's just going to fall out of the first round. So I have him taking the best available, which is Isaiah Oliver, cornerback. So that rounds out our mock draft. Again, if you're listening to this on 12 ounce, we apologize that you didn't get to hear this before the draft. So just check us out, see what we got right, what we got wrong. Again, we say this with confidence, but I guarantee you none of our mock drafts will be 100% correct. Not even 
75% correct. Something's going to happen that nobody expects. I honestly might get two correct. Yeah, like maybe, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like just like a random pick you'll get in like the like the 19th pick you'll get right. <laughs> just something like crazy is going to happen. Nobody expects it. And that's why draft night is the funnest night of the year. It's right up there with Christmas with me. I don't need, like, yeah. it's just right up there. Like, it's, I, I like day three and day two even better. But you can't beat draft night, and it's going to be so exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I like you said, it's Christmas for me. Obviously, I got the Bucks tonight too, so I'm gonna have one TV on the Bucks and then the next TV on the draft. So Not I'm gonna be going. Here. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna be going back and forth a lot. Um, so I'm excited. Um, it's gonna be a good night. But if one thing I need to say, Brian Gutenkus, GM, Packers. Well, yeah, let's just, we're going to talk to you right now, man to man. I'm going to, listen, you're, Derwin you're not James. listening to this. I know you're not, but I'm still going to talk to you like you are. Derwin James, Minka Fitzpatrick, Denzel Ward, Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. You the get, if he gets one of those four defensive guys. defensive players in the draft. And listen, I'm not going to be pissed if you take Josh Jackson 14. I won't be. I like him a lot. But you, those are the four best defensive players in the draft. I'm going to be honest. Those are my let those me are Let four. me make one thing clear. Do not... Take Leighton Van Eich or whatever. Van, yeah. Van. He is the perfect Ted Thompson pick. A guy that's really not rated. He's rated, you know, end of first round, second, early second round. That's a Ted Thompson pick. That's not a Goot pick, all right? Listen, Goot's better than man, that. Man, he man, knows man, what he's man doing. Man to man. If Just, you could get Derwin James, Mika Fitzpatrick, uh, Denzel Ward, which is a pipe dream, Amber Adley Chubb is also, that's not going to happen. I will I will drive to Green Bay and kiss you on the mouth <laughs> if he does that. I'll do I'll do, I ain't gonna say what I would do. But listen, please, just for once, like I, I usually sit here and watch you pick at like twenty five and pick some offensive lineman or some defensive lineman from, from UCLA. California. Listen, go up, get the best top four defensive player in the draft, and let's make this thing happen. Please, for the love of God too, do not trade down. Take oh. a player at 14 or move up. Or pick at 14 and then trade back. I want two first-round picks tonight. That would be nice. I, I, I we want have the most picks round. in the draft. Yeah, so go make a move. I'm tired of seeing uh, freaking Julio Jones catching balls over Darius Gunter and Devon House. We need a corner who's going to shut shit down. And that's what Denzel Ward, Fitzpatrick, or James could do. And, you know, it's don't up make your hands. Go make do your move. things. Anything you want to say to Dorsey? Just don't screw it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's draft night, best night of the year. Again, thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. Go on to iTunes, give us five stars, rate and review us, and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TNT Sports Talk 12. Uh, you can listen to us on 12 Ounce. Like I said, we're sorry if you're listening to us you know, on 12 Ounce from 12 to 1. Uh, you can listen to us on The Grueling Truth, too. I want to thank you to Zach for coming out today, giving us mock draft. And thanks for having me, guys. Uh, have a great day. Tune in on Tuesday with our live, uh, I don't know. Recap. Recap of the draft. Uh, and you know, you know what you have to do? It's out there. Go ahead and do it. Go Packers!